Hello. Hello. Um, we are the Rosettes. I'm Ariel. I'm the daughter. I'm Marsha. I'm the mama. And we are the only mother-daughter bachelor podcast. We're pretty sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're back to recap the world's shortest episode of The Bachelor today. Episode 5B. Which A is a stupid name for it in itself, but that's okay. It was kind of just a, I don't know. It was a catch-up episode. Yeah. Uh, you know, originally they said that the... Last week, they announced Bachelor in Paradise would air, I think it's August 5th, you know, the first week mm-hmm. of August. But prior to that, they said it was going to be the last week of July. So I think somehow their schedule got screwed up, and they had to, like, prolong the Bachelorette season a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think that's what happened, too. So they are mm-hmm. like, quick, let's just spend too much time on Luke P, and then... Light up lights, camera, action at the mansion. Yeah, and put Lecter in a fancy dress and let's chat with her. Recap the season, and they they're like, okay, the whole season will recap, and they're like, yeah, but then they only like, recap past things like a little bit, and then they still talk about what happened earlier in the and episode. And the very same episode is like, why are you recapping what happened like, an hour ago? I was here watching it. <laughs> so the whole thing was a little odd, but it had. Some good moments, so oh, we'll yeah. recap it anyways. Yeah, no, she's a great bachelorette, and, um, you know, I'll take bachelorette Hannah in whatever form I can get her. Yeah. Um, much like, who said that? Much like Tyler will. Yeah. I'll take you <laughs> any way I can get you. Girl. Girl. Sup. Sup, girl. <laughs> he's, he's a crazy one, that Tyler, but. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Some news that came out this week in People Magazine says, and this is kind of um, sad, so we'll see, because I was sure Jed was going to win, and now I'm kind of like, eh. Yeah, me too. Apparently Jed had a girlfriend back home when he left for The Bachelor. Yes. And she didn't just go to any tablet. She went to People Magazine, Mm -hmm. so we're going to believe it, obviously. Mm -hmm. Well, we can believe the content, but... What about her motives? I don't know if I trust anyone's motives. That Yeah, I feel like she might be exaggerating a little bit. Yeah, I mean, she said basically that they spent the night together before he left, and he, she shared a picture of a note that he gave her that said she's a wonderful person and, you know, this will make us stronger. Didn't say I love you or anything on it, but it was a pretty cryptic sounding, I'm going also, off to the bachelorette I type of letter. I think she said that when... Um, he landed in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, before he got picked up or turned in his phone or anything. He, like, called her and said, hey, I landed. I love you. Oh, yeah. But she doesn't have written proof of any of that happening. Right. Well, so that's kind of just, that could be. Does she have texts or anything? False. Huh. Well. But also think. weird. If you think about it, Jed is kind of like, I don't know. Jed's such, like, an artsy, kind of, like, in theory, romantic dude. Mm -hmm. Maybe he just prefers phone calls because he thinks they're more romantic or something. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what I think about this. I mean, I don't know who's going to win this thing, but I think Jed's going to get pretty dang far. And, she, you know, Hannah likes him, and I've always liked him. And, I don't know, maybe from now on I probably should stop saying WWJD about Jed. But, um, you know, here's the thing. I was talking about it with Paul, actually, and, you know, my husband hates The Bachelorette. 
So I thought he was, he might just pick up on this Jed story and say, see, this is what's wrong with this show. This is, uh, blah, blah, blah. But instead he said, oh, well, I don't blame Jed. You know, she should have known that if he was going off to the bed, you know, if he really loved her, he would have said, I'm quitting this show. I'm, I love you and I want to be with you. You know, she should have known that the second he got on that airplane that he valued his music career above her mm-hmm. affections. Mm-hmm. And I can totally see that. And why Why right now did she come out to People Magazine? And why People? She's a musician, too. She's looking for, uh, I mean, maybe she wants to make lemonade out of these crummy lemons she's been served to mm-hmm. promote her music career. You know, no, she's, she's, a, she's a musician, too, right? Right. Yeah. In Nashville, also. So, you know, I don't know. I just kind of wonder what her motives are. She was really that heartbroken. You know, would you go broadcast it to the world? I don't know. Maybe you would. One could argue that she was so heartbroken and she was taking time to kind of, like, heal. But now that she's, like, better. Because she probably knew about it as soon as they stopped filming. And he didn't come home? And if he didn't come home, yeah. Then if if he... Because Jed's got to make it to the final two. And if Jed does make it to the or final two... Or at least two, the final three, yeah. Yeah. If Jed does make it to the final two, then that, I think... Is him basically saying, look, we're through. We're through, yeah. And so I think she probably got that. And I think um, maybe she's that's been dealing sadness. with this for a while. But now that she's like actually watching it and seeing how everyone loves Jed when they watch, she was like, no, that's BS. Right. Like, I can see where that sorrow or, you know, heartbreak would like, turn to anger pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, so maybe that was the motive. I wonder if she didn't see a spoiler somewhere. Let's say he does win and she saw a spoiler somewhere and she said, screw it. I'm done with this. You know, I'm going to tell everybody. Blah. You know, who knows? Yeah. I was starting to think Tyler was going to take it all, but maybe, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I know. I kind of, I was thinking Jed was going to take it all, but I was kind of hoping it'd be Tyler because I think he's more compatible with her. Plus you want Mike to be Bachelor and if and Tyler doesn't win, Tyler's going to be Mike's biggest yeah, competitor. and I do really want Mike to be Bachelor, but so does everyone else. But also, that's never mattered to them in the past. Right, right. Nobody wanted Colton, and he's still the Bachelor. Well, but that turned out well. I mean, that turned oh. out to be entertaining anyway. It turned out to be crazy, but... Anyway, some last, just a last thought on Jed. You know, I, again, I think that if, if he didn't, if he went on the show instead of staying with her, she should have just, you know, moved on, because obviously that relationship's never going to be the same again, even if he does come back to her. Um, that should have been an indication to her that it was over. On the other hand, really, Jed, you didn't, couldn't pick up a phone call. You know, a phone call. You couldn't pick up a phone and tell her what's going on. And, you know, that would take a, some guts. But that would probably be the right thing Are to you do. talking about when he gets back? Right. Oh, well, oh. he can't because he's under contract. Yeah. So maybe that's part of it. But he could at least call and say, you know, I can't be dating you anymore. Um, he didn't have to say why. Yeah. Anyways. That'd also be kind of garbage, too, though, to be like, hey, can't tell you why, but. Yeah, but it's garbagey. Sometimes and then she I, still figure it out. Sometimes I put theories out and talk before I think them through, so. Yeah. Also, um, speaking of spoilers, Mom and I both accidentally read some spoilers about Bachelor in Paradise. We don't want to bring them up because I believe they are pretty major spoilers about the storyline of Bachelor in Paradise, but if you read them too, you're welcome to email us about them and we would love to talk about them with you. But then if we do that, what if they email us stuff that we don't know yet and we get more spoiled? Oh. <laughs> we can talk about the... Pe- okay, here. 
when we talk about the season six Bachelor in Paradise cast later on in the this episode, we will uh, say the names of the people of, like that the spoilers are about that we know about. But when we say them, we'll both say their name. <laughs> that way, you're gonna remember that. Okay. That way, we can um, you can know what what spoilers we know without spoiling um, things we don't know for us. If you wanted to. It's <laughs> <This is> ridiculous. <laughs> we should probably... Uh, is there any more Bachelor Nation news? Oh, Carly and Evan are going to have another baby. We already knew that. Yeah, but did we announce it on the show? I don't think we did. I think we did. That was Bachelor season. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, they made their announcement way back then, I think. Oh, okay. Well, anyways. But babies. Yeah, there you can see she you can clearly see she's pregnant now, so that's kind of what the difference is. And you know what? Jade and Carly both on their Instagram feeds, the way they have turned their bachelor Instagram feeds into, you know, from being about a new couple to how to being about a new mother, it some of their stuff's really informative and fun and it's nice to see pictures of their cute baby. And I Becca Martinez too. Oh Becca Becca too. She yeah. talks a lot about being a mom. Oh totally, yeah. I, sorry, sorry I forgot yeah. about you, Becca. Um, I appreciate them and the way they are sharing their life with us in this new way. That I saw an Instagram one of Laura Lauren and Ari Lauren and Ari, Lauren Lyondike, she's going by now, saw one of her Instagram stories. Where Ari was filming her like five days after she gave birth, getting her eyelashes worked on or her eyebrows in their house. <laughs> it was kind of like, priorities, priorities, gotta look good. You know, so I would find it more refreshing. I find the other moms more refreshing. Yes, and more, more realistic. And more realistic, realistic for the rest of us moms who you know have to struggle especially when you have little kids yeah I also think it's kind of refreshing not that um personally I like wouldn't want to have any kids super young but it is kind of refreshing to see young moms being able to have like a good healthy and like family and be able to take care of it and stuff on social media Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's why so many young people aren't having like kids is because just they're so expensive yeah, they're a huge responsibility. Yeah. You shouldn't go into it lightly, but... Um, but it is kind of refreshing to see someone like Becca, who is pretty mature, but also really young, being able to be, like, a good mom, but also, well, like, really honest about it. Yeah, being real about too. it, you know. Yeah. It's not all sunshine and roses and getting your eyelashes done. There's a lot of... uh Which is stupid. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it because you're, you're doing it because, you know, Instagram is your money maker and it's just something you have to do you don't have to broadcast if the lady came to your house to fix yeah your that's what i think is stupid <laughs> i mean she probably was doing it that way because if she advertises that lady she gets her eyelashes done for free mm-hmm. so i get that yeah but also it's like really just you couldn't drop yeah. you I probably guess. make a lot of money you couldn't have dropped a hundred dollars to get your eyelashes done I guess that, yeah, I guess the bottom line is, you know, I like realistic Bachelor Instagram feeds more than just selling the crap out of everything and looking perfect all the time. Yeah. But, should we hop into the episode? We certainly should. All right. So, the episode opens up and... They have a look back last week on The Bachelorette. Like they always do. Mm -hmm. They always do that. But I noticed in the look back, they stressed 
the snippets of conversation they showed stressed how Luke P is bad at taking responsibility for what he does. Yeah, which is something that we've seen, but that's never really been the focus, really, I felt like, in past episodes. Right. It's kind of just been like, oh, look, this guy's a jerk. Yeah, so they're kind of narrowing but down now they're like, how he's a jerk. But also, look, he's a jerk that doesn't take responsibility for his own actions. <laughs> and you're like, ooh, not fun. <laughs> so we're back in Inverness, Scotland at night, and it starts with no music. I noticed that. It's a very serious moment. Yeah, You'll the, remember they, Luke and Hannah last week had just sent, told Luke he was going home. Yeah. Like, Luke, I can't give you this rope. Yeah, and like Mom said, there was no music playing, and the way things are edited can really change the feeling of the whole setting, which I always think is super interesting. Because, And maybe that we should keep that in mind when Hannah's making these decisions, because Hannah doesn't have, like, background music when she's making the decision, so she can't always, like, hear the, the sketchy soundtrack, you know? Or, like, the fact that there's no... Or, you know, so when it, there's no music playing, it kind of always feels awkward. Yeah. So she probably always feels awkward. Yeah, and I got to what you're saying. In her world, there is no music playing. Yeah, so... so... You know, yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> thing to think about. They um they very they start at the very start of the thing they are at the boys um castle that they're staying in the one that no one can pronounce because it's English Scottish. but it looks like Scottish right um and get De- Devon and Garrett are talking about you know how they hope Luke P will go home um, but they're going to prepare for the worst should he have to stay um, Garrett says Beck is a smart woman you know. He says, if someone comes and takes Luke's suitcase away, we can throw an actual party in this house. Which is kind of mean. Garrett and Devin say. I know, it's kind of mean, but he causes, he is, he causes like, so much Like, I get much he's a stress. jerk, but just instead of hating him so severely, just, I mean, we can hate him because we're just the audience. <laughs> but, and he, well, that's what he's, like, meant for. But when you're actually living with him and you hate him that much... Just ignore him. Especially Don't acknowledge when, yeah. him at all. Especially when Hannah's around. Like, that's what... I think... pretty sure that's what Jed's doing pretty... Oh, Jed's kind of talking smack about he's him talk, a lot. He's talking smack about him a little bit. Less than someone... Like, Garrett's the ringleader. Yeah. And um, Mike kind of... Mike, Mike kind of talks we'll, we'll poorly get about him. But... Not, not really with Hannah. The ones that... The ones, and we'll talk later when we get to this part, the ones that sort of stayed out of the fray in this episode were Peter and Tyler and Connor. Peter, Tyler, and Connor. So, Which, honestly, kind of three of my top favorites. Mike is my number one favorite. But they're... <laughs> yeah, both Jed and Mike talk enough smack about Luke that I find myself going, no, no, stop, stop. Uh, but yes, so they're saying all that, then it goes back to Hannah and Luke, and they're in this beautiful library that they were having dinner in last episode. And Hannah's, you know, they sort of repeat what happened at the very end of last week. She says, no roads lead to what she wants. Yeah. And she says, I'm sorry, but I just cannot give you this rose. And he's like, well, okay, what does that mean? Do I have to go home? And she was like, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do, Luke. And in the look on his face during this whole thing, this guy has, I think you're right, on the sociopath scale rather than a psychopath. Mm-hmm. This guy 
He doesn't feel. He's not showing any emotions mm-hmm. other than like a steely stare, you know, because he doesn't want to leave. Yeah. Um, and he knows how to manipulate. He knows what other people are supposed to be feeling. And so he does make them angry. So he that's what makes me think he's not like super high on the sociopath thing because if he was, then he'd know how to always. Right. I think he's just a fledgling little sociopath. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I think he's, yeah. He just, um, is able to do it sometimes, but he obviously is so oblivious to it. Which, and I'm, I'm not, I don't want to, like, be judgmental or anything, but he just, I've listened to lots of podcasts about sociopaths, <laughs> and, um, he show he does show a lot of the symptoms of, he, how, of being one. Well, he yeah, he manufactures the look on his face that he thinks should be going with a certain emotion. He says the words that he thinks should be going with a certain emotion, but I never buy it from him because he looks so blank. But yeah, and then when he, whenever he should be feeling, because there are sometimes when he should, it's clear he should feel a certain way, and he just doesn't look like he's feeling anything, and he's so right. oblivious to other people. And he never, ever takes the blame. It's just, like, a bunch. Which, it's kind of interesting to see that. But, yeah. Not not great. Uh, not ideal when finding a person that you're wanting to marry. Hannah says, It's so frustrating! Yeah. Mom noticed that every time she says a word that ends in I-N-G, she ends it with I-N-G-K. It goes ink. <laughs> now that once you notice it, you can't not notice yeah. it. Yeah. Especially at the end of her sentences. And the first time I ever noticed it was when they were she was taking the shirt off back at the mansion and there was an ITM where she said, It's just so thrilling. Yeah. And then I hear it now all the time. Yeah. And she, she <clears throat> does she does hear it all the time and she'll repeat it every single time <laughs> she does it. it. And I'm like, Mom, you don't have to repeat it. I can hear it too. Like, and, well, anyways, Luke and Hannah, they're back and forth, and Luke tries to, my bad, I'll take full ownership, but let's move on. You're not listening. You can't move on. This is serious. You know, mm-hmm. she's telling you this is serious, and he, that's just that whole, my bad, let's move on thing is just so shallow. And yeah. Sad. And is and, this when oh, he gets up, or is she still kind of... Just as, maybe even more importantly, when she says, you know, he says, does this mean I go home? She says, yes. And I want you to respect that. Yeah. Because she knows already that he's going to That he's going to try not this. to. Yeah. Right. And here's the thing. They, you know, they have a big hug. It looks like a pretty sincere hug and sad music. And, um, you know, her and her red dress that I didn't like. Watch, I liked it. Watch him go. And, you know, here's the thing. It's been a long time since I was 24 or 25, how early she is. Girls, women like to have men that will fight for them. And some, you know, but women also want to be respected when they tell the man what they want. So, you know, it's one thing to break up and then maybe try to call in a couple days or whatever. But just to blatantly disrespect her wishes just makes me want to tear my hair out yeah it's really really frustrating and this is what this is when it's kind of the most clear that he doesn't respect her at all he says and oh sorry go ahead so he's leaving right or does he say something first uh no he leaves and they show him walking around outside in the dark and and he's taught you know talking over 
his the footage of him walking around in the dark. And there's like you can see a car waiting for him out there, but he mm-hmm. walks right past it, and he's like strut, 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 and then he gets to the end of this like forest, and he's very, very abruptly turns around, yeah. and it looked like he was like runway walking, and it was super funny, and I bet it would look <laughs> hilarious if he dubbed in like res- runway music. That's funny. And then he like strut, strutted back to the house, and he was like strut. Strut, strut, strut. In the in his voiceover, he says, "It never crossed my mind that I'd go home," which I think that is the perfect just snippet to describe his whole personality. It never yeah. crossed his mind that he wouldn't be the winner at the end. You know, he's so perfect and he's so much better than everybody else. Um, he fake cries. You know, in his ITM, he like he, he rubs his chin tears. and he rubs his face and you look it can, you can tell he's trying to simulate some sort of real emotion but there's nothing yeah zero it's so weird and he talks not about, that everyone cries when they like feel something but it was it wasn't one of those types of feelings where it's like him trying not to cry like <laughs> some people do but it was him like really trying to make himself cry like rubbing your eyes a lot like yeah, the, the bottom line is he doesn't understand emotion. And he talks about, he try, he's tried quite frankly to be perfect. Nothing is going to stop my pursuit of Hannah B. Which is just kind of stalkerish. Nothing's going to clutter or cloud my mind except the pursuit. Again, yeah, stalkerish. That's him going back to the hunt. Yeah, nothing is going to stop, nothing's going to stop his pursuit of Hannah, including Hannah. Which is, that's like, sick. Red flags, like major. That's gross. Sick. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah, it is. Uh, He could be, you know, he's, I, I say every week he's young, I hope he's learning, I hope that he'll grow from this, but sometimes he's actually sort of frightens me. Like, this guy could really go off and hurt Yeah, somebody, you know, hurt he could somebody. be aggressive, or he could be so obsessed. It, one of the things that I find to be, like, most horrifying and dangerous about him is how possessive over mm-hmm. Hannah he is. Like, that's not okay at all. And that's, I, that's obviously going to be a thing we're going to see again. Right. But he, before he gets back to the house, he says... Like, I see her, and I say, yes, that is what I want, genuinely, for the rest of my life. Dude, if she says you can't have her, you can't have her. Yeah. Um, and he walks back in, and, and she's, she's, like, sitting. What are you doing? Yeah. And she's still just sitting there, and she's not even reading. I'm like, Hannah, you're in a book full, of, or a room full of books. Like, <laughs> pick up, pick one up and read it. That's what I would do if I was being forced to, like... Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he comes back in, and she's like, "Oh, geez." <laughs> it's like, "What, what are, are you doing?" She and you, she just has this look on her face, like, "Oh my god, I thought I told you to leave." Now, then they have this talk, and he he talks about you know, I you know, Hannah says she's screamed and she's cried about this. You know, he that he screamed and cried too, and he's can he says. He says, can I stand over here? This is the funniest part of the whole episode. Can I stand over here? He points to, you know, five feet away. She says, why? He goes over there, because I want to shout. And he starts shouting. He says, I want to move mountains for you. 
I it's hate this. so uncomfortable. It's so ridiculous. I don't know how the producers didn't just crack up while they were filming this thing. Yeah. You know, if it was me, I would just be, you know, like I was when we were watching. I just, you know, it's hilarious. It's ridiculous. It's so cringe. And it was like, and it, not only is it cringe, but it's something that someone else already did this season. You know? Oh, yeah, that Kevin did it earlier yeah. when he was, like, you know, he wanted Let's to help scream. calm her down, yeah. so they yelled into the, into the air. But, and that was cute. This is not cute. I didn't think that was that cute, but you did, so. But I didn't think either one of them's cute. Um, but the whole thing's just ridiculous. And when we were watching this, I, like, leaned over to Mom, and I was like, listen, they're in a room full of books. If I were her, I'd just have them go pick his favorite book out of the whole library and then judge him. Why. Yeah, and, and judge him on that because I feel like that would say a lot about his character yeah, that, in like a weird way. And that would be exciting for the viewers too. Yeah. She could say, okay, like, ooh. your fate depends on which book you choose and why. Yeah. If I approve, you can stay. If not, you're out. Yeah. That would have been fun. That's what I would have done. But that, that's okay, Hannah. You still rock, so. We love you, Lecter. Yeah, so anyway, they have this, they talk in circles like they always do. They acknowledge they're talking in circles. He says he wants to marry her, but, you know, basically he just bullies and bullies and bullies her until she allows him to stay. She does not give him the rose, though. She says he'll have to go through the rose ceremony like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to stay for now, I guess. Yeah, and um, he goes back to the castle that they're staying in and yeah, everyone's they, like, oh geez. Before he gets there, you know, the boys are all sitting around, the bros are sitting around and they're hoping that he, that the Luke P doesn't come home. Dustin says, I'd be ecstatic if he left. Which is just kind of like mean, like obviously we all would, but like you need to focus on your own relationship with Hannah. That's what I've always said. The minute you start focusing on other drama is the minute that you're messing up your life with Hannah. And I don't know why they can't control themselves. If anybody's seen the show, they know that's the number one way to piss the lead off is to start talking about other people and concentrating on people that aren't the lead. Yeah. And I wrote down, Grant is looking very appealing in a white shirt. <laughs> Grant's the one that's closest to mom's age, so she's like vibing. I like him. I'm vibing. He did press all week after he got kicked off the show, so I don't think Spoiler he's... Spoiler I don't think he's... Oh, sorry. Well, they, they probably said um, So I don't think he's in paradise, which makes me sad. Well, aren't they still filming? Yeah, I guess he could show up late. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Uh, but also, the whole season, he kept going on dates where everyone was shirtless but him. So I don't know if paradise is really his cup of tea. <laughs> you see what you're but anyways, Luke shows up back at the house and he's like, hey guys, so I didn't get a rose, so he that says, means... He says, she said that was the worst date she'd ever had, so at least he fesses that part up yeah. to rose. Yeah, he was like, that was the worst date she's ever had and I am going to have to actually go through the rose ceremony with you guys, so... Yay, brotherhood! And it's so sad. Anytime he interacts with the bros at this point, they're just done with him. There's no... And it is, it is sad. I do feel bad. I mean... But I don't feel that bad for him, but... It's just hard to watch is all. You know, I, I'm the same way. I'm like, you know, he made his own bed. He can lie yeah. in hell, but it's just, as a, you know, sitting outside watching what's going on in there, it's just, it's just sad feeling. It is really sad, and it's like, and Garrett, okay, Garrett needs to way back off because he's making yeah. Progress. I was si I was siding with Luke this episode, some of it, not a the, little bit of it. 
And all the stuff back at the mansion, the stuff, or castle or whatever, but all the stuff on the date, I was like, oh no, this is BS. But, like, at the house when he was with the other guys, I was thinking kind of like, oh, okay, like, they're kind of being really mean to him, like, especially Garrett. But, you know, what kind of makes me kind of remember that he's awful is Tyler always stays out of the drama the whole show but now like on Instagram he's posted some pretty mean things about him about Loopy yeah like on his Instagram story and that never and happens you know that, I've never seen that before it seems like after the show usually the guy is all you know all is forgiven and they bro out and they do you know they do appearances together and everything but yeah post show these guys still can't stand Luke B which I think says a lot but yeah so well at this point um no there's still all t- sorts of delightful things to watch no i mean like the cocktail party or yeah so um you know when he come garrett says the only way i see you staying is if you brought some of us up on your date and um, Luke P says, nope, nope, I didn't do that. I didn't mention anybody's name at all. And then I put hearts around Grant and Tyler's names. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she did. It's like she's in middle school. Why'd you do that? That's all you had to say? It was just that you thought they looked good? Um, just because, I don't know, whatever they were doing in that scene, I just thought probably they looked good or I like their facial expression. They probably made a facial expression. Right, right. Um. And Garrett leaves the room after Luke promises he didn't talk about anybody on his date, saying, just be a man from here on out. Who said that? Garrett. That's kind of a mean thing to say, too. But She's just, I don't know why she's keeps, Hannah keeps trying to make this happen. If I wish, if Luke had just left, it would have been less exciting television, but they would have had a much nicer cocktail party. Yeah. But anyways, they, now it's the cocktail party? Uh, let's see. She has a couple ITMs where she says she wants the real Luke P, not the robotic Luke P. Um, let's see. Basically, she just says a couple times that she just wants him to feel something. Mm -hmm. Which, again, leads back to the whole he might be a sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Oh, we have, before the cocktail party, Luke goes to church to pray. Oh, yeah, and there's an American flag in the back of the church. So oh, you're yeah, like, where that. did he film this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's inside the cathedral, oh, the way, is. way back. There's an American flag. In Scotland, huh? Well, uh, allegedly in Scotland. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, she- it could have been because he's so religious, and he was like, I found God in the shower. They could have been, like, the actual inside of the cathedral stuff could have been from his, like, hometown video oh, or something okay, so like maybe, that. Maybe. Interesting. Anyway, he says, Hannah trying to show me how, Hannah's trying to show, oh, not, he doesn't have an accent, but basically says that Lecter's trying to show him how serious this is by not giving him a rose. Um, anyways. So yes, then we go to um, go to the cocktail party, and there are all the bros are dressed up and waiting for Lecter, and she arrives in an old, fancy, beautiful car, like she's a princess or something, and she's wearing a beautiful white dress with a long, high high slit, high high slit, and this one's pretty form fitting. Like you can see oh, yeah. her, like rib cage, rib cage, yeah. yeah, and you know, and they're into all these slits this year. Not too much glitter, but a little bit of you know, shine on the slit area and a 
white, beautiful coat. She looks like a snow princess. Yeah. And when she comes in, every all the guys are all, woo! Like Mike does that every time. Yeah. They always focus on Mike when that happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gets all excited. It's so cute. Um, Luke has a... Luke's jacket is sort of this pink jacket with, like, um, boxes, squares on it. And I just felt like he was trying to be part of the Salmon Jacket Club and just couldn't I cut know. it. Couldn't make the Salmon Jacket Club cut. It was so sad. I was going to say something. Oh, but his outfit for his date, I didn't mention this last episode, his outfit for his date was so stupid when he went out with Hannah. He was wearing the jeans. Jean? Yeah. With his pink line, like, pink on the inside lined, like, suit jacket, which I just think is a bad look. I hate. I think he's worn that before on the show, because I remember with jeans? somebody. No, yeah, not with jeans. Yeah. I'm just saying, I remember somebody with the pink lined jacket Yeah, he's, he has worn that jacket before. He wore that jacket the night that Hannah was, the other night Hannah was really pissed at him. <laughs> and um, he just and, but the jeans with it just looks really bad, especially since it's lined. If it was, like, solid black, then I'd be like, okay. But it's lined. But you were okay when Jed wore jeans on his date and they had halo top and stuff? Yeah, that's in the daytime. Oh, I see. I All don't right. think he wore jeans at the dinner part of the date. Oh, okay. Oh, he's wearing oh, he's wearing jeans at the dinner part? I thought yeah. you said earlier on their date. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't no. wear jeans to the dinner to the cocktail part. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, sorry. I'm, on, I'm all on board with you now. Yeah. <clears throat> um... So Lecter gets there, and she starts the evening as she generally does with a toast. She's getting better at her toast. This was a pretty good one. She says that these past few days she has become enlightened. And she says, you know how important my faith is to me. And she says, the Lord placed a verse in my heart. He told, he said, don't focus on the seen, but on the unseen. So her whole setup and premise for the night, the cocktail party, is going to be that she wants to learn new things about them, important things about them. So things under the surface. Yeah. Talk, stop talking about shallow, stupid things. Yeah, so that's kind of what she goes in with, but then she kind of says, she kind of looks for the unseen in other ways later on in the episode. So, but yeah, so she's, you can tell she's kind of getting over this whole thing. And she's trying to get them to be comfortable with the uncomfortable and share uncomfortable things with her. Because... She does take this seriously, and she wants to get married, and she's not going to marry someone who she just doesn't know. Know anything about. Yeah. yeah. So she, Garrett goes first. He goes to sit with her, and, you know, we're ready for some big, you know, personal interesting thing about Garrett, because that's what she's asked everybody to do tonight. And instead, he talks about wearing a kilt. And how, you know, that was new, because he doesn't usually wear kilts on the weekdays. And, you know, it was kind of cute, but it just didn't... It wasn't. It's not what she asked for just two minutes ago. Yeah, she wants to know if you prefer spaghetti or mac and cheese. <laughs> important stuff. The important stuff. So, uh, Lecter says she's really been enjoying getting to know him, and she hopes to get to know him better. Meaning, that's code to me. If I was Garrett for, you know, you're going to get a rose tonight, so don't worry. I've got to start talking to the other people. Mm-hmm. But instead of realizing that and saying, yeah, me too, you know, I can't wait to get to know you more too, he brings up Luke and Hannah's date. Yeah, and he says, God, Garrett, come on. Mind if I uh, ask you something? And she's like, yeah, after everything just happened, she probably assumes that it's going to be like a thing about her, like she's been waiting to be asked about her. Right. 
And he was like, so, uh, on your date with Luke P., before you left, he promised that he wouldn't bring any of our names up just because he always brings our, like, our names up and we didn't want to be involved, so he made him promise not to talk about us. And I just wanted to see if he kept his word. And Hannah was like, well, yeah, for the most part, he kept his word. There were a couple of situations that I asked about, and because I was asking, he gave he gave names. But it wasn't anything bad or anything. He was just uh, responding to conversations. We were just having conversations, and he was responding to what I was saying. Yeah, and they specifically mentioned Mike, Devin, and Dylan. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, Garrett, you know, you're all hung up on what... Um, Luke P. talks about um, when he's with Hannah, but not talking about other people. But here you are talking about him, you know? Yeah. Kettle black much, you know? Hannah basically says, yes, he did talk about you, but he did not bring you up, is the bottom line. Then Connor wanders in, and it's time for him to interrupt. So Garrett and Lecter have a little kiss. Their kisses aren't super interesting. No. But um, anyways, he, he basically seems like he's... Yeah, she went for tonight. She was basically kind of coding that to him. Yeah. Um, to, to Garrett, not Connor. Connor comes yeah. in next. And Connor doesn't have much time with her because... Because um, they start bickering outside right. like they're 12. When Garrett goes back to the where the bros are... Um, I know this is interesting. I noticed at one point we're in the mansion and they're, uh, they're focused on Luke P's face. And somebody behind him opens a door and starts to come out, like a producer or somebody that works at this castle. He, mm-hmm. The door opens, and you see this person kind of look up and he quickly closes the door <laughs> and goes away. I thought that was funny. Um, but, but the boys all start, like, bickering, and then it goes back to Hannah with Connor. And she's like, listen, Connor. Uh, I well, always like to say his name like yeah. that. <laughs> and she's like, I really, really want to talk to you, but I... I have to deal with them right now. I'm really sorry. Right, because the first thing Con- Garrett did when he got back to the bros was um, attack Luke P. You know? Yeah. You, you know, so Connor goes in and talks to Hannah. Garrett comes back and says, you know, you you said you weren't going to talk about any of us, but you still have our names in your mouth, blah, blah, blah. So then they... And then Luke's like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, and then and the volume gets louder and louder and louder. And so it's so much so that Connor and Hannah can't have a decent conversation. Yeah. So she goes back. Yeah. But I think Luke even was like, well, yeah, she asked me some questions and I, I did bring up Mike and uh, Devin and Dylan. Dylan. Uh, but like, it wasn't anything like bad. bad. Yeah. She was just asking me questions and I answered him. Um, and then Garrett was like, but you pinky promised. <laughs> And <laughs> I mean, Garrett keeps saying nobody believes you, and all the other bros are on Garrett's side. I'm not saying a lot of this. They're part, either they're all, on Garrett's side or they're, or they're not quiet. Saying, saying right. anything. Right. And Dylan has his arm weirdly wrapped around Grant. I think it was or Devin. I can't remember. Anyway, they're all bro- they're all growing up. <laughs> I like when they're growing up together, but not when they're this aggressive. They're just really ganging up on Luke. Puke. Yeah. And Garrett just keeps pushing it, and it's like, sit back down, like, and Mike was kind of being quiet during this part, too. When it came after, Hannah was like, you guys need to stop being so full of bologna sandwiches. Like, Mike, I think Mike took that to heart, because Mike wasn't really, he, it's clear that he doesn't like Luke, and he's not going to talk to Luke or be friends with Luke or do 
anything with Luke, mm-hmm. except call him out when he's being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But even during this, he was he was, he was being fairly quiet, quiet during this part. Yeah. So Lecter comes back in the room. Just stop! It's pissing me off. Before she does it, though, she downs her wine. Oh yeah, that's right. She, oh, I think that's the second. No, time she, she does it both times. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she has a glass of champagne, and she yeah, she's drinking a lot, a fair amount of champagne. So maybe this is a little bit of liquid courage, maybe. But she stands up to him, and you know, she says, "If you have questions, ask me, not each other. Just tell me, and I'll answer you what whatever you want." And she was basically mm-hmm. like, you all need to realize that I'm an independent woman and, like, this is my show and I know how to deal with this. Right. Like, so. you can't tiptoe around this with me. I can deal with all of this. Like, I'm I'm having to do it anyways. Like, if he's still here, it's because I want him here. So you just lay off. And she also, you know, says, I know he can be a jerk, basically. Yeah. She's but like, I'm you- aware of all of his issues. I know that he's not the ideal person, but I still want him here because I'm still learning about him. Right. So basically saying, it's it's my choice. You guys just stop because it's really stressing me out. And she, I wrote down, Lecter's leg is on display. The way she's standing, her leg is like way out of her slit. And yeah, she's leaning up against the couch with her knee, like, like resting her knee on the, <laughs> right. which isn't super ladylike. Which is, so it's funny to, not that it's not ladylike, but it's not, Something you'd normally do in an elegant gown kind of thing. Right. And she's, it's just funny to, because it's not something you'd normally do in a gown. She's it taking looks a stand. Funny. Yeah. Um, so, oh, what else? Oh, I said, and then I wrote down, bros, you are pushing her to him. The way they're acting, you know, she, the way they're acting, they're pushing her closer to Luke P. And it's just achieving exactly the opposite of what they want. Mm-hmm. And... I wrote down, it's noticeable who was not talking, Tyler, Peter, and Jed, who I think will be the top three. Yeah, but I just put down Tyler, Peter, and Jed because I think they're going to be our top three. I'm still, I'm still unsure about um, Pete. I do think he, he could be top three, definitely, but also Mike. Yeah, we'll see. I think she's, as of now, I think she's kind of deciding where she stands with Peter, Mike, and Connor. Yeah. I think, I think Connor's done. I think Connor's going to be... I don't know. I don't. Uh, maybe he'll get one more date. I don't know. But I think he's going to go in the She really liked her, her sick date with him, Yes, yeah, she did. But I just think he's going to fall off before Mike and Peter. We'll see. And, you know, I like all those guys. You know, all the guys that are left are pretty okay guys, except for like P and Garrett is questionable from time to time. Um, so basically her... Final message is just stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. And, and Luke tells the bros he's never going to lie to them intentionally. <laughs> Which is a problem in itself. Like, if you accidentally lie, that's kind of, you know. Peter says, you know, look what we've done to her. We, you know, we, this is not right. We, we, this is our bad. So she leaves him and, she, you know, she sits in the dark. And downs her drink before returning, is what I wrote. But, you know, so she goes and sits in the dark. It looks like she's sitting next to her producer. And, again, instead of stopping, she just told him to stop. They start at this whole argument all over again, yelling at each other. Volume gets louder and louder. She she downs her drink, and she gets up, and she goes in there and talks to them again. 
And, you know, she said, I wanted to open up tonight. This was a very important night to me. And now I don't want to open up to anybody. And all I can think is, you know, Lecter, this wouldn't have happened if you just sent stuff to your guns and sent Luke home. You know? That's true, but also this is giving her the opportunity to see who else there is kind of a jerk. A jerk, yeah. So, yeah, it's a conundrum. If she just sent him home, they would have had a lovely evening. But also, if the bros led by Garrett hadn't been so, so aggressive, they could have had an okay evening. You know? Yeah. Good, better, best. It's, the thing is, is, like, <laughs> moments like these, kind of, she has to know how people handle their anger. And if this is how some of these people handle their anger... She's not going to want that in her husband. Like, as of now, she I'm pretty sure she knows that she doesn't want Luke or Garrett because of, like... She's still conflicted about Luke. She might, you know, she... she In her mind, at the beginning, she thought, this is the guy I'm going to pick, this is the guy I'm going to marry, because she's just had this instant attraction to him. And now she's having a really hard time letting go of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so this is when her big speech is. She comes in, and she says, you know, Stop! I want you to focus on me. Stop focusing on him. I'm a grown-ass woman, and I can make my own decisions. He says, you think, don't think it's all Luke that's doing this. You all make me feel irritated and psycho. Mm -hmm. None of you know anything about me. So, and she keeps using the word defeated. She feels defeated. Mm -hmm. And it's really sad, because that's true. We haven't really seen anyone trying to get to know her or ask her how she's doing. And even though she's with all these other people, that's got to feel pretty isolating. It's got to feel pretty isolating. That being said, I take it back. Not Some people have been, like, Tyler did that on the date when she was really, really sad. And they had their one-on-one. Yeah. Tyler was kind of like, hey, listen, it's cool. Like, I got you. Like, tell me how you're feeling, and then I'll make it better. So he kind of was doing that, but no one's really asking her well, even how she's feeling. And Mike... We've seen Mike do a pretty good job of active listening. You know, he's our little yeah. active listener. But yeah, I mean, and again, we're only seeing what the producers are showing us. So she storms out of the room again, and Tyler finally steps up and says something. But what he says is very sweet. You know, he basically says, we're messing this up. We mess this up completely. You know, it's basically it's on us. She's crying on her last night in Scotland. Yeah. Which made me sad because I love traveling so much. I would want to be enjoying my trips too. Yeah. And there's a commercial. And we get back with um, Jed and Dustin and Pete are contributing to the conversation. Um, finally, they start. Somebody uses the word petty. And Garrett um, apologizes. Garrett says, I was the petty one. I contributed. And in in my mind, I'm thinking, you didn't just contribute, you instigated the whole thing, Garrett. Yeah. But at least he apologized. He says, I was petty, you know, I I see now what I've done, I feel really bad. And he apologizes to Luke, right? He apologizes to everybody. To everybody? In the room, yeah. Yeah, but he, like, kind of directs it at Luke. I didn't get that at all. Oh, I got, you think Luke just went off? Yes. I, oh. I got that he was apologizing to everybody. I'm really sorry I wrecked everybody's night, including Luke. But I thought he I thought he looked at Luke and said that's not what I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry for that. That's no, that's not what I But I don't know, you know, that's not I interpreted as he was apologizing to everyone. And then Luke P jumps in immediately and says, Oh, you know, I accept your apology. Yeah. Luke P was basically like, I accept your apology, like you really did mess this up. This was all you and none of it was me. Right. And in his ITM, he says, this is 100% Garrett's fault. Yeah. But when he says, when he says, I accept your apology to Garrett, they flash back to Garrett's face and 
you could just tell it's taking every ounce of, you know, patience in his body not to just attack Luke again. Yeah. And, but he does, to his credit, he doesn't, you know. Um, then they flash over to uh, Hec- Lecter. I almost called her Hector. <laughs> like, oh, and I wanted to point out that when she yells at boys, that it's a Lecter lecture. <laughs> She's really proud of that like, one. <laughs> a Lecter lecture. A uh, so she's wandering around the halls crying, and Luke, or I'm sorry, Chris Harrison comes in. Comes in he hugs her, gives her a good hug. Also, we wanted to say Happy Father's Day to Chris Harrison on our Instagram page, but I forgot. So, oh. Chris, if you're listening, Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to the dad of The Bachelor. So he asks her what went wrong, and she says, everything. And that he says, you know, the reason this is happening is because they care about you so much. And she said, yeah, but they don't respect me. Mm-hmm. And he says, it's your party. She says, the party's over, which indicates it's time for the rose ceremony. Yeah. Uh, well, before that, she's in the hallway at some point listening to their conversation and hearing how they react, like how they act when she's not around. Right. There was two, you know, yeah. that already she was, happened. Okay, yeah, but I didn't think we really talked about it. She, We just said we went. she went to go drink her drink. Yeah. Well, no, she but, hears everything, and that's why she, it happens yeah. twice. She yells at him once, and they keep doing it, and she but goes one, back and yells at him again. One time in particular, she's sitting in the hallway outside, just listening. Right. She's was, not talking was, to anyone, and she's just sitting there. There's a producer sitting next to her that you can barely see in the yeah. shadows. You didn't really, we didn't really say that she was, like, sitting there listening, though. We just said she was sitting there oh, drinking well, I drink. meant to convey that. Yeah. Before she came, went in and gave her big speech, you know, I'm a grown-ass woman speech, um... Yeah, that's when that happened. Yeah, so she was, which I thought was interesting that she's, like, sitting there because she wants to know how they act when she's not around. Like, at that point, she was probably thinking, like, oh, Connor's not being a jerk. Um, Tyler's not being a jerk. Peter's not being a jerk. And Mike's not being a jerk. <laughs> like, Yeah. I don't know, maybe. Peter's the best one. Um, I think in this situation, Peter. Peter and Connor are the ones that say the right things and react appropriately. Tyler. Tyler, what did I say? You said Connor. Oh, yeah. Tyler and Tyler and um, Peter are the ones that say everything right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's time for the rose ceremony. Um, Dylan says he's nervous in his little ITM, and he should be because he never gets any screen time. <laughs> and then they all assemble in this knight, in, you know, like armor type room. And I wrote down, it looks like a Ravenclaw house. And I, and I was thinking that when I saw it, too. I, I didn't really think Ravenclaw room. I was just like, oh, this looks like it would be, like, a common room in Hogwarts. Yeah. Because I actually thought the colors were more Gryffindor colors. Or I think, I didn't think they were Ravenclaw colors, whatever colors were in there. It wasn't just blue shields, but that's the ones that I saw most prominent. So, but that's just subjective taste. I think you're just being biased because you are a Ravenclaw. Mayhap. So she gives out the roses in order. They're Connor. <laughs> Connor. Connor. Um, Tyler. Sup. Uh, Dustin with the nose ring. Peter. Dylan does get a rose. Garrett. And then there's one rose left. Of course, just as a reminder, Mike and Jed already have roses. Mm-hmm. 
one rose left and we've got to choose between um who's left grant, grant kevin. kevin and luke p and um give it to john paul jones too late <laughs> she gives the last road to the last rose to luke and it's interesting i saw so garrett's the second to last and so there's one rose left and while garrett's getting his rose behind him you can see grant doing the he knows. He knows, yeah. He just kind of shakes his head. And he's like, oh. And nods his head to himself and kind of just gets ready for it. Mm-hmm. And I said it was his Jack and Titanic moment when he realizes he can't fit on the door. He could have fit on the door. No, that's, that's an argument for another time. So, They yeah. did a Mythbusters on it, I think. But anyways, you're right. Another so, time. We lose Devin, Kevin, and Grant. Bye, guys. I'll miss you, Grant. And I, yeah. I, I sort of like Kevin too. He'll, he's I didn't like Kevin us. that much. He's alright. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's just kind of. I like him a little bit. Yeah, someone must have liked him if they're putting him on Paradise. Right. So. I have a feeling maybe when we get to know him more, we'll like him more too. Anyways, Grant tells her good luck. Kevin calls her a cutie. But in his ITM, Kevin says that Luke is going to cost her her happiness and her sanity. If he picks her, that's probably. Or if, if she, she picks, picks him, him, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I wrote down he seems like a nice guy. So after they leave, she comes in and says, now we talk. And she's just lecturing him and badgering them and all night. She's yeah. Had enough of <laughs> um, you know, she basically says she doesn't know if she sees a future with any of them. Um, but they're on to the next place, which is Riga, Latvia. And Pilot Pete, who I guess knows of what he speaks because he, you know, is familiar with the map, being a pilot and all, <laughs> he says, you know, it's just south of wherever it was from. I can't remember. And then they show us on a map. Right. They should do the little Indiana Jones the thing. The Indiana Jones plane the thing. The plane thing going. <laughs> they should play that music when they do it since Disney owns it. Yeah. <laughs> they fly across the street from the sea from... Um, Scotland to Latvia. Oh, he says it's just south of Estonia. And I'm not much about geography, so I was like, oh, yeah, that helps, Peter. (laughs) That helps. You know, I'm really bad at geography. (laughs) But it's worse for me because, like, I study tourism, so in theory I should, like... You should have a clue. (laughs) I should have a clue about geography. But so the bros walk around Latvia and talk about the buildings, and it does look super like a, pretty. Yeah, it does look like a pretty place. And you know, Luke is among them, and everybody all look happy at this point. And they sat down, they sit down at an outdoor pub type place or cafe, and they all get a beer and toast to. I don't remember what the toast was. Probably to Hannah, or probably to Latvia, or whatever. Maybe it's to Chris Harrison. And this is where my notes run out because. I stopped taking notes. Because the rest is a recap. Well, yeah. Also, I watched that much by myself in one morning, and then I watched the rest in the evening and just didn't take notes because we were at somebody else's house. But notes were not that necessary because as Ariel said, it was a recap mostly. Um, But some things we will say in the recap, they go back to the mansion, so it's nice to see the mansion. But yes, so they recapped the episode for no reason. Yeah, they started out... You know, so before the rose ceremony, she had her hug it out with Chris Harrison. And then they show her and Chris in a, what looks to be a cafe in Latvia talking at first. 
And then they take that conversation. I guess they couldn't, you know. They're like, this time. isn't filling the time. Let's do that again, <clears throat> but this time in the mansion. Yeah, so without reason or explanation, all of a sudden we're back at the mansion and Chris is standing outside talking about, you know, what a, you know, Hannah has a lot of decisions to make and she doesn't even know if this process will work for her. Mm-hmm. And they go inside the mansion and they have a little chat where they recap everything we just saw. And it's very similar to the, like, After the Rose show that they used to have. Right. Not After the Final Rose, but, like, the show that they used to, because they did used to have a recap show after every episode of The Bachelor on ABC. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, when I was first started watching it, and, like, Chris, they'd have guests come on and talk about it, like, old Bachelor contestants or Chris Jenner. Okay. Um... And then they just talk about the show for, like, 30 minutes or something. Okay. Well, there's stuff on YouTube that's like that, too, you know. Yeah. So it's like that, but on the actual episode, which is really bizarre. But the they kind of talk about the overall journey, and they talk about the beginning stuff a little bit. We noticed they emphasize certain of the fellows that are left. Yes. The fellows that they go into detail about that are still there are... Luke P, mm-hmm. Mike. Mike, Peter, uh, Tyler, and Jed. Mm-hmm. And we don't see any of... I don't think it was in that order, but... It was pretty close to that order, I think. Um, they don't mention, really, Dylan or Garrett. Dustin or Garrett or Connor. Oh, they, there's a really quick shot of Connor. Yeah. I think. But So, so the, we're predicting that the people they mentioned are going to be the top five. Right. Because they would have had to film that after they were done, or at least during hometowns. Right, right. When they would have That's known. when I think they probably came back to the mansion, because that's where they have the rose ceremony after hometowns is at the mansion, so I bet that's when they filmed that. They don't always have it at the mansion after the hometowns. Oh, well, that's what I've hometowns. become accustomed to. I don't think that they I don't did think that they the did that for I mean, they didn't do that for um, Colton, because he went straight from, like, Indonesia to Denver, Mm-hmm. Or something like that. So I think they did it in Denver or something. I don't remember. I think both... I think the dates ended... Um, no, that's got to be totally wrong. Sorry. Yeah. I think you're a little off. You can though. admit that. Anyways, but I think that may be when they did it. Yeah. So, interesting. And we're kind of hoping that's true because I love Mike. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, Luke, Peter, Jed... Tyler, we think, are our top five. And we're, mm-hmm. we're sticking with it. Yeah. And we're kind of hoping it's that order, too. I mean, not hoping that Luke's number four, but... Right. Like, from five to one, that was We just wish order. we could... Luke wasn't in that list at all, but... Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so should we talk about the Bachelor contestants? We can. Or, or bachelor sorry, in Bachelor in Paradise? We can. Um, do you want to touch it all on the teaser at the end of the show? Oh, yeah, they had... Three minute, like three minute preview. It was a long, it was a long preview. Also, after the trailer, Hannah's talking to the birds. Oh, the blooper part. Yeah, and... She's like rolling around in the... She's rolling around in the grass. grass with the birds. And she's like, ah! She's such a nutcase. And she's being super weird, but it was really she's funny adorable. and endearing. She's adorable. Um, and I think it's interesting, I mean, Kate... Caitlin, the bachelorette, Caitlin was afraid of, terrified of birds, right? Yeah, but Hannah is one with the birds. Hannah is one with the birds. Uh, but yeah, so the sneak peek shows, or plays, 
and it shows Garrett and Hannah naked bungee jumping together, yeah, yeah. and Luke finds out about it and is livid. Yeah. Tyler's giving her a massage, and they're making out almost naked. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like she has a date with, another date with Jed somewhere. Like, I think that might be Amsterdam, because it looks like they're on a boat. Yeah, and she has another date with Mike somewhere, yeah, Mike is, too. And he's shirtless, you know, they've shown that scene a lot. Yeah. They want us to keep watching. Yeah. And, you know, just various and sundry little snippets of make-out scenes. And, um, oh, there's a there's her and her and Luke kissing on, like, a bench that's overlooking a bunch of, it's got to be Greece, a bunch of beautiful ocean and white structures. So I think they're going to get to, he's going to get as far as wherever Greece is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this week is Latvia, and then probably Amsterdam, because we know, holy ham, I'm an aunt. Holy ham, I'm in Amsterdam. <laughs> where are they going to go there? Iconic. And then there was a look at Greece, so I think those are our next locales. Yeah, and uh, there's a moment where Hannah's like, oh, do you want to kiss me to Luke? And he's like, well, yeah. Yeah. But it, I'm kind of like, oh, so it looks like she probably gets back into like really liking him again. There's a moment where she's like in a pretty black dress, um, and her hair's down, or hair's kind of half up, half down. And she says, I just don't see this happening. You yeah. Know who she's talking. They make it look like she's talking to Luke, but I don't think she is. So that may be when Connor goes home or Mike goes home. Yeah. Because she looks really sad, sad about, it. about it. Yeah. Um, but then if they go back, they show the, sh- the, the, the slut shaming stuff again. Yeah. The. <clears throat> but this time they clearly show that Luke P is the one that's yeah. going to slut shame her. Yeah, he he clearly, they show that Luke is like, I can't be with her if she's sleeping, sleeping around. around. Which is a horrible thing to say about anyone. Yeah. And there's such a, like a double standard there, I feel like, especially with The Bachelorette. I think The Bachelorette, even though I prefer The Bachelorette because the guys are so petty. And fun, yeah. And fun. Um, the... Uh, I I do like them both, but this this year I prefer The Bachelorette. But they, um, there's I think The Bachelorette overall has less like lower ratings than mm-hmm. The Bachelor, just because way like people feel uncomfortable about The Bachelorette and the fact that she's dating all these men. Right. But it's like it's the exact same show, right? And it's ridiculous if people... you think that there's a difference. Just because of the, their genders, then you're... You may be misogynistic. You might be a horrible person. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. But, yeah, so... So clearly he's going to slut-shame her. And she's pissed about and it. It looks like she's going to kick him off, and she flips somebody off and, you know... As they in, in that same outfit, in so outfit. it's, it's probably him, yeah. It's got to be Luke. So at some point she's shipping him off, but... Then the preview ends with Chris Harrison approaching Hannah, who's wearing a bathing suit, and saying, you know, got something important to tell you. He's on his way, and he's got a ring. She wants to propose to you right as soon as he gets here. Yeah. He's convinced you're his wife. Right. So I can't see how I could be anybody but Luke. Although... Yeah, but... And they flash, immediately after that, they flash to a a shot of Garrett Garrett in a suit. And then next, a shot of... Somebody else in a suit. Peter, I think. It shows all the guys after that. Right, right. Because immediately after it's Garrett. They're all wearing suits and all going places. Yeah. Like, on the move. Right. Suits on the move. Suits on the move. Uh, But, yeah, the whole... 
That whole thing, I'm kind of like, ooh. He's that's going to be cringe to it's, watch. It's a bummer because I'm, I mean, I like so many of the guys on this season. They seem like such great guys. But all we ever have to see is this Luke drama. Mm-hmm. It's like totally the Luke show. He's totally taken it over. And Hannah made a great effort in her, all her lector lectures to get it back. But, she, you know, yeah, he's wrangling it from her. And I hate that about him. Yeah, I hate that too. But I think it's probably going to be Luke proposing because Luke is super religious and he probably wants to go to the fantasy suites. Like, I think in his mind, he's like, oh, if we get, if we elope on the show, then we can still have fantasy suites just us two. Well, he thinks that he's a nutbag. Yeah, but I'm like, that's kind of whack. Like, just propose at the end and get the free ring like you're supposed to. All right, so that was our episode of The Bachelorette. Let's qu- just quickly name the people who are going to paradise. And we'll d- we'll both say the names of the people that we know. Do you really want to do that? Yeah, okay, if they want to talk to us. But um, if we don't both say the name, don't email us about whatever stuff you know about them because I don't want to know about the... Spoilers. Spoilers. Wait, but you don't know about the this guy. I know, know that he's... Uh, I know that. Yeah, but you don't know the specific mess? Mm-hmm. Okay, then we won't both say his name. Okay. So, first on the list is Blake. Gotta love Blake. Next is, oh, she's one of our favorites. You can say her name. Bibiana. I hope you find love, Bibiana. I love you, and I want you to live happily ever after. You're a babe. She is a babe. Next up is Cam. His outfit he chose is awful. Yeah. It's pretty bad. He's, he's wearing salmon, salmon shorts. salmon shorts. He's like, I didn't bring the salmon jacket when too I was on the show late. and I went home. So maybe if I bring salmon shorts. Too little too late, Cam. Good try with the salmon. Oh, go ahead. Katie. We love Katie. Katie's gorgeous. I hope she finds love too. Oh, did you want me to go ahead so you can say this one? Uh, yes. Clay. I love you, Clay. Clay's maybe mom's and, favorite. Maybe he and, um, I just love him. He's just so sweet. Uh, maybe he and Katie can get married or he and somebody else. That, maybe Annalise even. I don't know. Yeah. He's, mom, he's one of mom's absolute favorites. She always talks about him. I love him. Of course. Next I up, Demi. Demi. Do you want to say, do we want to both say your name? So, Demi. Demi. Because we know about her. Oh, do we? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, we know that. That gossip. Next up, oh, our favorite, John Paul Jones. He'll be there. I hope he finds love in paradise, too. Do we know both, something about her? No. Okay, Taisha. I mean, I do, but... Taisha is looking stunning, as usual. I don't want to play this. suit's kind of weird. It's cute. Only somebody with decent-sized boobs can wear that suit. Um, I don't want her to end up with Clay, because I want Clay to end up with somebody I really, really, really love unconditionally. Yeah. And I like Tasha, but I don't love her unconditionally. Yeah. Kevin. Uh, Onyeka, who I don't like. Also, her (laughs) extensions look super fake. Oh. She's pretty, um, but she's just so annoying. Maybe she'll have a redemption arc in, um, Paradise. We'll see. I love you, Sydney. This is a nice picture of her. Sydney. Sydney. She's a um, sweetie pie. Derek! I love Derek from JoJo season! He looks like um, Jim from The Office. He's real cute. I don't know anything about him. Oh no! Our list went away. 
Ariel was messing with a picture of Derek, and then <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> All right, let's Derek see. got engaged in Paradise once and looks like he's back since it worked out so well the first time. Yeah. Well, he looks, he's handsome, so we'll see what happens yeah. with him. Um, uh, Nicole. Oh, Nicole. That's a beautiful picture of Nicole. Oh, that wasn't us being spoiler. That was oh, us yeah, just no. both saying her. Yeah, we were we just excited to see yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're excited to see her. Um, Chris Bulowski, who I don't, I'm not really familiar with, but apparently Bukowski. he. Chris Bukowski. Oh, Bukowski. Sorry. Obviously, I'm not familiar with him then. But he's the guy that was like, I am retiring, officially retiring from Bachelor Nation, but looks like he's out of retirement because he's in paradise now. Yep. Don't know anything about him. Ugh. Ugh. Do we just know something about her? I forget the people we know stuff about. I do, but. Okay. Um, anyways, Kaylin is next. And her, okay, her. Her face looks different. Her headshot isn't that great because I'm pretty sure she got work done or the editors of the photo did her dirty because it's a pretty crap photo. Not she like she still looks pretty, looks but like she oh, looks yeah. like she got unnecessary fillers all over her face. She might have. I don't like her. I don't like her either. Well, oh, we said it. that wasn't a spoiler either, right? No, that wasn't. Yeah, we were I don't know anything him. about him. Wills is just my favorite person to ever be on the show ever. I love him. I love his outfit. I'm not crazy about his bleached hair though. If I was in paradise, I'd date him. Well, he's among the nicest people there, most likely. Probably. Um, I like his outfit. I don't like his hair. Oh, Hannah. Hannah G. Looking stunning and a cute little polka dot thing. Aww. Aww, Annalise. Her boobs look good. Yeah, I really love Annalise. It would be nice if she could find somebody. Ugh, I don't even know. No, I don't know who that is. What's her name? Her name's Jane. She was on the first episode of Colton's season. Oh. And they, he sent her home the first night. But then she was on the Women Tell All and she was siding, like she was siding with Kaylin, remember? She was like, and then she did this. She handled it perfectly. And then she did this. And Hannah Everyone's was like, like, you weren't even there. Lecter especially was like, oh, Jane, why are you chiming in? You weren't even there. <laughs> well, it's obvious because she would have had this motive and that. And so she's just, I don't like her already. Also, she's not that pretty. Like, no, no she's really, she's really kind of not. Her, her, it's fake. her facial expression looks really snotty. Yeah. So that's the OG cast. That'll be the starting cast. And then more people will come in. Yeah, I think probably a couple more boys will... Come in the next day. Or yeah, because there's like 11 girls on the list and eight boys. So I think some of them they haven't told us yet because they're still on Hannah's season. Mm-hmm. So I think there's at least one, one or two more boys that are going to be on the original cast that they just don't want to announce yet. Well, no, there's always more people. Of, yeah, but is there one. three more? Maybe not. But maybe what will happen. I was kind of thinking since there's more girls, they'd bring in another girls since it's obvious that the guys are picking. But maybe they'll bring in more, like one more guy. Well, I think that we're gonna, maybe they'll bring in a guy and a girl the next day. I think. I mean, you know, those top. I don't know if Luke Peel will be there, but whoever doesn't win, I mean, Mike, Peter, you know, those guys should probably end up on Paradise if they don't win. Well, especially since they've turned Paradise into like an, an opportunity to audition to be The Bachelor. Right. Right. It's like, and I think that's probably why they picked Colton instead of Jason is because Jason didn't go on Bachelor in Paradise. Right. So he didn't have a chance to be like, pick me. Uh, they picked Colton because of the virginity thing. That's the one, the main reason. But the year, oh, the year before they picked Ari, I guess. But the year before that, 
Nick was on Paradise, right. and yeah. that was his, and that was where they kind of like changed Paradise to be kind of about the guys right, right. trying to be the Bachelor, which isn't cool, I don't think. But yeah, so we're excited about the rest of the season, um, and we will mostly be back can't next week. wait for Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, I'm super excited. But about Bachelor in Paradise. You exciting. should definitely. Oh, we got our first ever review on our oh, podcast. Yeah. We are so excited. <coughs> excuse me mom texted me while I was at work and um it was really busy that day but I told all my other fellow baristas I was like guys someone left us a review and we all did a little happy dance which is pretty cute it was a really awesome review too let me see if I can find it really quickly Here it was from like Miss MK or something yeah like something that. like that let's see um Miss MK 37 thank you so much for our first review um she's shall I say what she if you'd like. She said, um, I'm assuming it's a she because it's Miss MK37. She said, this is a solid Bachelor Bachelorette recap podcast. I look forward to it each week. Nice job, ladies. Also, the title she titled says, one, one of, of my, my favorites. favorites. Well, Miss MK, you're one of our favorites. Absolutely. Woo! <laughs> so, thank you. And if you guys want to be like Miss MK, the wonderful Miss MK. And who wouldn't? Uh, then you should also review our podcast, leave a review, um, subscribe, rate it, email us at rosettespodcast at gmail.com and hit us up on Instagram, hit that follow button, share us with your other peeps. We sometimes put memes on there. You can send those memes to other people if you want. Um, and our Instagram is rosettespodcast. So we, uh, try to put up an episode every week sometimes we do have timing uh issues issues, but we do put out stuff every week and we're super excited to see you next week and share us with your people and let us know what you think and how we can make it better and what you like but awesome happy uh bachelor week and we will see you next week hooray